Hello everyone and welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Zach Drew. And I'm Andrew Bellers. We said last week that we were doing a two-parter. Um, this is part two. And um, we do have a big announcement at the end of today's show, as you can tell by the title. And I, I can tell you right now that uh, it's just interesting how God moves. I remember sitting down with my parents about three weeks ago. And I just told them, I just feel in my spirit that over this next year, there's just going to be radical breakthroughs for the ministry. And it's come at a time when I've also received sad news. And I believe that that's a part of the growing pains. Yeah. Like I said last week, they don't call them growing feel goods. They call them growing pains for a reason because they do stretch you. And, it, and it's caused me to just look back at the goodness of God, to reflect on all that He's done. And thank you to all of the people that, that reached out last week that just totally loved the show. Yeah. I was so encouraged by that. You love the, the ministry, and I just, and I, and I love you. And, and um, it was a neat show just to see where we've come um, in these past four and a half years and how this vision hasn't changed. And the vision hasn't changed since the Lord put it in my heart whenever I was 17, literally, if you can go back 10, 12, 14 years ago, I have sound like a broken record. I just feel like I'm on this mission from the Lord. I feel like I'm, you know, just a soldier for God. I, I, I just don't change. Yeah. And, and it's not because of anything that that I am. I am not great. It's actually probably because I'm not great that God can, can use us. He uses the foolish things in the world to shame the wise. And I believe that God is going to use this ministry in mighty and impactful ways. And just to see the growth that we've experienced since 2018 and to think that we are still at the tip of this iceberg. I believe that the nation will hear from this program. I believe that it will morph into an internet network. I believe one day it will be a platform for Christians in the end times. This is a watchman's ministry. Yeah. And, and I talked last week about the stones of remembrance, these foundational stones when God has moved in our lives. And we need to always look back on those to, to even just the, to restore the joy of our salvation, to, to give us an extra boost of faith. You know, examples of stones of remembrance in your life. It, it could be your, obviously, the number one is your salvation what God has rescued you from, or times of significant trial or great need where God showed himself real to you. A moment when maybe one of the Lord's promises over your life has come to fruition, major breakthroughs of, of all kinds. We're gonna continue that journey and we're gonna go back in time. We went back in time last week, four and a half years. We're gonna go back in time this week, 14 years. Take a listen if you missed last week's show, to this quick recap. This year is going to be a year of great change for IGBY and the Zach Drew Show. At the end of next week's show, we are gonna have a big announcement. I've received big news this week, even sad news this week. You know, they don't call them growing pains for no reason. If they felt good, they'd be calling call them growing feel-goods. These things I'm referring to that we'll, we'll be discussing, these things have caused me to reflect on the goodness of God. We're gonna go down and just talk about some of the stones of remembrance, of the memorial stones, of looking back to see what God 
has done. Andrew, I remember starting out in a pole barn with you yep. in 2018 with lights and a set. And walls. And walls. <laughs> that was about it. And in the summertime, <laughs> it was 100 degrees in there. And in the wintertime, walking into that studio, you could literally, I kid you not, see your breath inside of the studio. Yeah, I had to wear a jacket on the show most days. Yes, I know. Because I, I would be shaking so hard I wouldn't be able to speak. Yes. Then we moved from there to the den. Remember the den, right? It literally, it was a 12 by 16 room, the den in my own home. We would start off in the pole barn, then move to the den. Then 14 months went by and everything changed again. Another growth spurt. God move. He moved. And he gave us a real television studio that we're sitting in today and placed us in 60 million homes across the nation. We're going to have some possibilities to literally go onto Dish Network this year, this show. Um, we're not ready for that. To go on Dish Network and then after that to go on to direct TV, that's where we believe we're going. We've got it, we've got to invest into equipment. We would literally move this show to this is really professional, my garage. You may be asking, where in the world are you? Right now, I am in my home and I'm standing in the next studio for IGBY International Ministries but we will host the Zach Drew Show. I got a letter in the mail this week. This is a letter from Mark Eskender, and I asked if I could use his name, and it's okay. He's an attorney at law at, uh, in Beverly Hills, California, 90210. And I got a letter this week, and it says this. Dear Zach, I'm not gonna read the whole thing, I'm gonna read just a, a few lines. I have been watching your show for the last several months and do keep up the good work. You recently expressed a desire to expand and upgrade your show to the next level. I think that I may be able to help you do that. Please feel free to call my personal cell phone number. And um, this is what he said. He said, I'm going to match donations for your new studio. He goes, I'm going to match it up to 10 thousand dollars i have been in a state of praise this entire week because of what god has done god showed up and god showed off we raised the first ten thousand dollars towards this new studio in which mark has now sent his ten thousand twenty thousand dollars in three days, 72 hours. I just feel like we need to stop and give a quick praise break. We're gonna put the order in for all of our new equipment today. This wall over here, we're likely going to actually brick it. And it'll be beautiful brown brick. From this 
quarter wall all the way wrapping around is going to be a very thick velvet curtain. And the, the desk will sit on, we're either going to carpet that section of the garage or put a platform there. I wanna share with you two more stones of remembrance, these foundational stones of whenever I look back on God, it's a part of my testimony. And we should share our testimony with those around us. And, and I haven't shared this for about two and a half to three years on this program. And I, it's time again, because our audience has increased and many people don't even know where I, I came from, how I was radically saved when I was 17. And then I went to serve for Pastor Jim Baker under his ministry, was his co-host. And, and hosted many shows for him for seven and a half years. Then God called me to Vero Beach, Florida to serve under Rick Wiles. Then he launched us here in 2018 to start the Zach Drew Show under IGBY. We call it IGBY, which stands for I Go Before You, a promise that God gave Joshua, that God would go before him and be with him as he was leading that wandering generation into the promised land. And so I want to share a supernatural story of how it all started in my life, a part of my testimony. I was 17 years old. I was radically saved. That's an our story in itself. Well, we're not going to go there today. But I was radically saved by the Spirit of God. And um, I repented of my sin, and I called upon the name of Jesus. And my life has never been the same. I remember we had I had friends that we would literally just start evangelizing every single weekend at the malls here, and even in Decatur until we got kicked out of Decatur for evangelizing. So we started driving 50 minutes down the road to Champaign. Well, that's a good reason to get kicked out, right? Yeah, exactly. And we were seeing salvations, and we were seeing the Lord move in mighty ways. And I was just, I remember going to every church camp I could that year, my junior summer of high school. And I went to every church camp I could, and there was a time I was up in a church camp near Chicago. And I was there for two weeks. The first week, it was my church camp, because I was a high school, I was attending. The second week, I was a counselor for the junior high kids. And I remember, I remember being in my cabin, and I've shared this story before. Some of you that have been following me for a long time have heard this story. I remember I was in my cabin for an evening service up at that church camp in Chicago, and I had my door shut, and I was just worshiping God. And it was the breakthrough type of worship where you can just feel the tangible Spirit of God around you. And I remember I was bringing things up into, in prayer, and then I started journaling before the Lord. And I remember then that I had a passion that no one knew about. It was a good passion. It was a healthy passion. and But nobody knew about it, okay? No one. Not my closest friends, not my parents or anybody. And I had a passion for media, okay? My passion was for media. And I just remember telling God, that I needed to hear from him. I needed him to confirm to me if I was to go into the world of media. And I remember telling God then that I didn't have enough faith. But if you just confirm it, God, if you just let me know this is the course you have for me, I, I, I will 
literally commit to this for the rest of my life. I just have to know it is from you. Because I've said this before, what I had in my mind, what I felt in my spirit, it wasn't like saying I, I, I want to go into media for God and, and, and do a show you know, on local cable access type of television. It was just so huge. It was so grand. It was so impossible. It's like, you know, the, you know, kids, you know, you have a 0.001% chance of ever going to a professional sport, right? Yeah. It, that's, that was kind of what I mean. It's like, Lord, it's like, I want to be a major league baseball player. I want to go to the NFL. It's like such a grand vision with a slim to none possibility. And that's kind of what was in my heart. God, I have this such a passion and I want to serve you with all of my being for all of my life and I want to do great things for you. I want to bring you glory in my life. And, and I just need to know if this passion is from you to pursue it, let me know. I went to church, I went to the evening service. I wrapped it up with the Lord. It was a wonderful time in his presence. Went to the service, came back that evening, went to bed, woke up the next morning, went to the morning service with the kids. Morning service is done. I'm getting ready to come back to put on my, my Bible and my books back in my cabin and I'll go hang out with the kids. That week, I had met a guy named Gareth Richards from Australia, and he was a leader at the camp. And he didn't know, you've got to understand this. He didn't know anything about me, nothing. And obviously not my passion for media. Um, and I remember I was walking back to my cabin after that morning, the very next day after I was journaling before God. And I remember hearing him say from across the field, I heard, hey, Zach, you know, with this thick Australian accent. And I remember the first thing I thought was, whoa, that's pretty cool. This dude remembered my name. Yeah. And he started walking towards me. And I remember it just felt different and a good different. And as he got closer, I could see that there were actually tears welling in this man's eyes. And he walked up to me and he said, Zach, and we put his hand on my shoulder. He said, Zach, when tears are welling in his eyes, his voice was almost kind of shaking. He says, I've never heard a word so clear from the Lord before. He said, and that one word, Zach, is media media the day after that time in the spirit and then he goes on and he starts has this list and he says zach i'm seeing talk shows i'm seeing this and that he just goes on this whole thing and he confirmed it what was in my heart that i was seeking god like never before god i have this passion please let me know if it's of you and the next day God sent a man that I don't even know. And he gave him one word from a man that didn't know me from Adam. And that man said, God keeps telling me to tell you this word. And it's media, Zach. Unbelievable. And that sent me on my journey. And I've never looked back since. It was the next year. That was my junior year of high school, summer. So I still had my senior year to go through. It was the next year that God directed me to a new Christian media school that was opening up in Southern Missouri. And I was actually a part of that very first pioneer class. It was a media school 
under a man named Jim Baker. And you got to understand that I'm 32 and I missed that cutoff line to know who Jim Baker was. Yeah. I actually had never even heard of Jim before. And obviously that's a silly thing now. He was the Jim Baker and I didn't know it. It was during my times there, there were so many prophetic uh, events that took place. But I want to share two moments with you. And it just will make sense, the journey that we're on here. These two moments I'm about to share with you will forever be foundational stones of remembrance for me. I want to play a clip. This was the very first time Jim and I ever met and ever even saw each other. And we're going to play that clip, and then it's going to roll into a second clip that took place almost two weeks after. Here are a couple of moments of my foundational stones of my life. Where's Zach? Zach Drew. Now there's a modern name, that's Zach. We have a Zach here too. I think Zach's have anointing on him. We got a little Zachary around here, I don't know where he is, but I'll tell you what, he is going to be one man of God someday. Oh God, in Jesus' name. God anoint him, use him, give him wisdom beyond his years. Let him be a designer of the new dimension, the new generation of the gospel to go forth around the world, God. Oh, hallelujah. Have you ministered? I don't, I've never met you. But you gave me something when I prayed for you. You gave me an anointing. You gave me healing even. I think you're going to have healing or if you're not already. But you, you are going to bless people. God's going to use you. He's already using you. I, I don't know who you are, but do you know who he is? He's got leadership all over him. I see Jesus. Close my eyes and Jesus standing next to you. <laughs> Don't lose his presence. He says, if you lay hands upon the sick, I will heal them. <laughs> when you touch people, I will be there to touch them. Remember that. He is with you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No ground, no ground, Satan. They're waiting for Zach, I believe with all my heart you're called. Thank you, Lord. You have the call that I have on my life. Wow. You have the call of television. 
And there's not very many that's called exclusively. I was the first man that ever, I believe, was actually called. And the prophet laid his hands when I was 19 and said, I would go where no one had ever gone before. You will go where no one has ever gone before. You're going to pioneer a new ministry, a new dimension of television. In the night, God will show you what to do. And God's given you a mantle at this hour that you must stay that consecration. This word consecration is not for no reason at all today because God wants you to be consecrated. In the name of Jesus. Let the mantle fall. It's your calling. Don't worry how. Don't start figuring out how, how, how. Figure, yes, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord. You know, once again, remember what God has done in your life. I'm sharing my testimony today, but you have a testimony. The breakthroughs that you've had in your life, your salvation, the moments where the Lord's promises came into fruition. Remember those today. And Jim, he didn't know me. He didn't know what the Lord had placed in my heart. I had not shared it yet there. I hadn't done any hosting or co-hosting. This wasn't one of those, and there Unfortunately, they're too common in the church today. It wasn't a false, a false observational type of prophecy where someone could put two and two together and give you a word. He wouldn't have known any of this. That video was taken in 2009, 14 years ago, this September. And that second clip, um, that second clip was after a Jim Baker show. That that the show was over. It's totally over. Um, but in those days at, at Morningside, in the early years that I was there. The cameras would actually stay on um, until Jim actually left the stage. And the, if the cameras hadn't stayed on, I wouldn't have that video to cherish forever. You see, understand, and I'm casting part of the vision again right now. Jim Baker was a part of creating the very first Christian television. And I believe in some way we're going to be a part of creating the End Times network television. I do. Jim, at one point in time, I'm telling you, and you, I know you agree with me, he was like a Moses to the body of Christ in America. I mean, he was leading everything. And I believe the Lord has placed a Joshua anointing over this ministry and what he wants to do through it. And how do we do it? We have to be faithful and continue to say, yes, God, yes, God. Yes, God. And that's why this ministry's name is IGBY, the promise that God gave to Joshua, Moses' successor. That is the promise he gave when leading the wandering generation, Deuteronomy 31.8. It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not be feared or dismayed. We have, a, we have a seven or eight minutes left of the program today. I have felt incredible growth coming to this ministry. And oftentimes it comes in times of great discomfort. And we're going to share news with you today. And we believe that the Lord is in it. I believe the Lord is in it. At first I had to just force myself to believe that the Lord was in it. But this year, whether it's in 
That might be July. It might be December. You know, we're going to get our ducks in order. But Andrew Bellers will be leaving with his wife to go back to Michigan this year. Yeah. And you actually, Andrew sat me down and he told me um, as soon as Christmas break was over. And we believe that the Lord is calling you home. Yeah. Just talk about talk about this, Andrew, because I'm, I told, I, we were sitting here at the desk and I said, Andrew, I said, I don't want to do the show. I don't want to do it. He said, why? You're not ready. I said, I don't, I don't want to say goodbye. I'm not ready. Now I got six months, eight months, 10 months to finally say goodbye, but that's what's going to happen this year. And the show, the format of the show is going to change. I believe that it will be a growth thing and we'll explain that, but talk to the people, Andrew. So you shared your testimony and and we really became close friends um, when I went to Morningside. Yeah. So I've I've known your testimony for a while, and you, just to get personal, you have had such an impact. Your life had has had such an impact on my life, and I know that people will be encouraged by your testimony because I was encouraged by your testimony, and it just your testimony taught me how to expect. God to speak in big ways in my life that if I expect God to speak and if I wait on God to speak, then he will. But I'll start before I went to, to Morningside, which is uh, Jim Baker's ministry in Missouri. Um, I have an amazing grandma. Yes, <laughs> you know my too. grandma. Grandma Joan. And um, I have a very close relationship with my grandma. And I was at a point in my life in 2013 where I really didn't have any direction. I I didn't know what I was gonna do with my life. And she was watching the Jim Baker show and she heard about, at that time it was a master's commission uh, at Morningside. And she said, I really feel like God is telling me that this is for you, that you need to go there. And um, and she, she coupled it with, uh, with a disclaimer and she said just to let you know i she's not one of those people and you know those people who you know they come up to you all the time and i have a word for you you know god gave me a word for you and you're like okay <laughs> you know this is the fifth word you gave me this week or whatever but um my grandma's not one of those people and she told me you know there's only probably two times in my life where i really feel like god where i feel like god spoke to me and gave me a clear word of direction and this is one of those times. I really feel like God is saying you need to go here. And so she's telling you that? Yeah. And I have a and I have an amazing respect for my grandma and her relationship with the Lord. So when she told me that, I believed it. And um and so I went. And uh we I met you there. And like I said, we became friends and just over the course of the course of you just telling me your testimony and, and the way that God has worked in your life, um I remember we had a conversation about how you felt like you had a Joshua type of anointing uh, in your life and, and the ministry that God was calling you into. Um, and uh, there, was, there was a night where uh, there was a guest who came to pray for all the students and he was speaking prophetic words over them. And I had never received a prophetic word and, you know, and I don't was, know. But it was right. At, at the time, I was I was skeptical, but I, I said, okay. You take okay. it back to the Word and you test it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
I said, I want him to pray for me. So uh, I went up and he prayed over me. And I remember him saying something where he said, I feel like God has placed the spirit of Caleb over you. And he didn't explain it at all. <laughs> That's all he said. And I remember walking away from that and remembering our conversations about how you felt that God had, and not just how you felt that God had put uh, Joshua anointing, but the things that I personally have witnessed in his life that was a witness to me that, that yes, this is God's uh, anointing over your life. Um, so I believe that you have a Joshua anointing over your life. And I felt that that word was saying that I was going to be in partnership with you in some capacity. Um, and I don't want to take too much time on this, but I really do feel like my name and my brother's names and, and my father and I have had conversations about this. Um, they're prophetic. They're, that God chose our names. Yes. And he wasn't aware of this Absolutely. when he chose our names. But, but like we've talked about even on this show before, um, if you're walking with God, God leads you, whether you're aware of it or not. He leads you in the very specific minutia of your life you know, you're not even aware of it because of his sovereign grace. Um, and so I knew there was a prophetic significance to my names. My first name is Andrew. And Andrew was a brother of Peter. And Peter, Peter's a standalone figure in history and in the Bible. I mean, when you see Peter referenced in scripture, he's Peter or he's Cephas or he uh, is, you know, Simon. Um, but he's an individual. I mean, he's He's, he's a tower, you know, oh, yeah. he's, a, he's a figure of the faith. But when you see Andrew mentioned in scripture, it's almost always Andrew, the brother of Peter. It wasn't always just Andrew standalone. Exactly. Okay, he, was, okay. it was, he was known for being a, a brother. And the same with Aaron. Aaron was known for being the brother of Moses. And I, and I felt from God that he was saying that the, the significance of these names is that in your life, you're going to be an amazing partner, that, that you will partner in ministry. Um, and like, you know, Aaron raising the arms of Moses and being a helper that God was putting this, um, this, this anointing of being a great helper on me. So that coupled with, the Caleb uh, prophecy, I really felt strongly that God was calling me to be a part of your ministry. And when you told me um, in 2018 that you were breaking away and that you were starting your own ministry, I felt, I felt in my spirit such a draw that I knew almost immediately, I knew that I was supposed to be a part of it. Um, and I didn't know the specifics of how it was going to happen. And God worked all of that out, and I didn't have to worry about it. Um, but I knew I was supposed to be a part of this. And so in 2019, I'd only been here for less than a year. I mean, I came here, and I was so sold on this being such a long journey of being with this ministry um, that it really took me by surprise and around the summer of 2019, I went to Michigan to visit family. And I remember the spirit just came over me in such a strong, powerful way um, for almost no reason. I didn't understand it. I just felt 
that tangible, like you were talking about, like those breakthrough moments when you're in worship and just the tangible, like you can feel, it's almost like you can touch the Spirit of God. He's there. I, it just came over me. I just felt such peace. And God made it clear to me that, and it wasn't a now word. It wasn't, this is going to happen now, but he made it clear to me that you're going to be back in Michigan one day. And at the time, it, it wasn't what I wanted to hear. And so I went, that was three years ago. That was three years ago. And I remember I had a conversation with my dad about it because I was just, I felt peace about it. Like I said, like I wasn't confused in the way that, in, in the sense that I was in turmoil, but I just, I couldn't make sense of it. But I, I had peace about the word. But I talked to my dad about it. And I said, you know, I feel like God is telling me this that one day we're going to be in Michigan. He told me, yes, sometimes God calls you to a place for a season. And then he said something that really resonated with me. And he said, I feel like whenever you leave, it will be when you least want to. And there are lots of, I mean, just looking at my life, and there's lots of things that could justify that now where I could say, Yes, I'm the most comfortable I've been in this place. It wasn't always easy being here, and now it is. And so now it's going to be very difficult for lots of reasons. It's going to be very difficult to leave this ministry um, that, I, that I really believe in. Yeah, I remember you asked me, we were out on the back deck um, about 10 days ago. Said, hey, what are, you, what, are you, what are you up to tonight? Nothing, just going <laughs> to go over to my cousin's house and have some dinner. Yeah, yeah, so nothing really going on. No, no. And you were like, well, can I can I talk to you about something? And I said, Andrew, are you resigning? And you were like, yeah, I am. And I'm a very introspective person, right? If something, if something happens, my first thought is, what did I do? <laughs> mm -hmm. and, that, and that came out, because I, I remember the first thing I said was, I said, I said, did I do something to you? And you and and you said that's why you told me that word and you were like no, you said Zach I love my job I love you I love this ministry and and but the Lord has spoke and I love my life now I am more comfortable now than I have ever been and I remember whenever I was working for Pastor Jim I had worked myself up to the top of the totem pole right life was good. I had people that worked for me as well, and and I could, I did my job very well, and it, it allowed me the freedom to do what I wanted and needed to do. Mm -hmm. And it was at that time the Lord says, "You're, it's time to go." Yeah, it's time to go. And I believe that, like you said, this was this was sad news, but they call it growing pains for a reason, and. That word that my dad said to me, where he's, it so resonated in my spirit. Sometimes it's, it's like someone says something and the spirit of God in you bears witness with what they said. It was like God was saying to me, like, that's true. And when he said, when you leave, it will be when you least want to. And like I said, I'm comfortable. But I believe what that means is that this year is going to be such a year of growth. And I really believe that. And... And I do too. And like I said, that's why it was such a surprise to me because it was three or four weeks ago. Well, I don't really know. It was right before Christmas, so four weeks ago. And I just felt my spirit that such 
breakthroughs were going to happen. And yeah. and then the news, and I just, and I'm, and, and also just so you know, Andrew can't quite get away from us, okay? So I talked to my board, and I and I asked Andrew, and Andrew said, yes, I'd love to serve in that position. So um, even though Andrew will be leaving this year, in the next six to 10 months, whenever we get our ducks in order, because he said, Zach, I believe in this ministry. I would never, ever leave until it is, until you are comfortable with it. Um, I've asked Andrew to serve on the board of IGBY International Ministries. Yeah. So you can't quite get rid of us. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> so Andrew, you know, hopefully for the rest of his life will serve. And, and you know, who knows? Maybe maybe one day Andrew will come on back because he knows he's always welcome. Is there any more that you'd like to share? I guess I would just say um, God's timing is perfect. And, you know, you look at the story of Esther. Mordecai told Esther... And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. And God puts people in places in his perfect timing. He takes people from places in his perfect timing. I think of the story of Abraham and Isaac. And God knew the perfect timing that he would fulfill his promise to Abraham. And that was, that was, uh, that was to a foreshadow of a much greater promise, the promise of Christ. And think of the, the thousands of years of prophecy, of people waiting for their Messiah. But God knew the exact moment that would be right in His perfect wisdom to bring the Savior into the world. So I've just, I just have full trust in God's timing. I have full trust in His sovereignty over my life, over your life, and over this ministry. And I really do believe that this is going to be a time of amazing breakthrough. Amen. Gosh darn it. I told Andrew, I said, you're talking, I'm not. Because one thing. So, you know, I do the show and everything. But really, I'm, I'm, a, I'm really just a big emotional human being. <laughs> That's actually who I am, you know, whether I show it all the time or not. So just, just know that, uh, Andrew, buddy, I love you. You're like a brother to me. And um, these last four and a half years, I'm telling you, God called him here to lift my arms up. And he did, and he did it well. And he got us to where we need to be. And I believe that I don't want this to happen. I told you, I said, Andrew, I said, I don't want you to leave. I don't. I never want you to leave. But I do believe that I believe in the God in Andrew and that this will cause a great growth, and I don't know if that means who's coming to replace or what. I don't know, because there will be. And, and the show, I feel like the show is going to be moving into more of a interview platform to take us to the next level, to where we interview major guests um, over the course of this next year, and the platform will change. And I'm trying to talk about that to not focus on you. Um, but just know, Andrew, that I love you, and I couldn't be more appreciative of the sacrifice that you and your wife have made in these past few years to come and serve this vision and it will never be forgotten. And I believe that your sacrifice will be rewarded in heaven. And I love you and we believe the best for you, the best is yet to come for you. This life is not about me, 
This life is about what God is doing in your life. And this, my life is about what the Lord is doing in my life and how he wants to bless others around. And I, I, I just pray a blessing over you. And uh, I'm not looking forward to your very last show. Okay. That's a big announcement. And like I said, one more time, they're called growing pains for a reason. And I believe that there's someone out there that is supposed to come here and it's the perfect timing. And uh, I was talking to a friend that I feel like, you know, I don't remember in baseball if it's called double A AA or triple A before the major leagues, but they were saying, Zach, where you are right now, it's it's right there where you're you're just waiting for the timing to be called up. And and I want to be called up, not I want to be called because I want I want to impact as many people as possible for the kingdom of God. That is what I want. That is what I want. It's for the people. And the more we grow, the more people will be impacted and even their eyes will be open to the days that we were living in. We are totally out of time. Leave a comment for Andrew. Even just pray for him in the comment section. Bless him on his next journey this year. And just remember, for everybody watching, I just want to encourage you to get into your word. Get into your word every single day. It is so vitally important to hear God and to hear God correctly in the days that we are living. We'll see you next week.